Well, hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Progress and Bloom. Thank you so much for listening and to share your space with me and your time. I had a lot of thoughts about how to open this podcast and how to navigate the best way to resonate with you all. And I ended up feeling moved towards asking this question. If you were going through 2020 as your younger self, what would you say? What would you write? What words of encouragement would you give? And how would you make them feel in this moment? You know, 2020 has been really tough and raw for so many of us. Our familiar space, which we've come to know and gain comfort in, has changed pretty much instantly. Many of us have basically adopted new ways of being and redirected our focus of everyday life routine into the unknown space. And I think I can say with 100% certainty that 2020 will forever be the year of uncertainty, of reflection and the cancellation of way too many holidays. Being able to build resilience and strength in uncertain times is definitely something that we all need to praise ourselves for. Um, I wrote a caption on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, which basically said this year wasn't all about stunting. All not even necessarily goals and achievements, at least not for me anyway. And that's not to take away from people who have achieved things and I can still say that there are things I have achieved throughout the year of 2020 but it just wasn't my main focus um you know so many people have done incredibly well with their own goals which they've set but people have also done incredibly well just for getting through 2020 it's been so tough like so many of my friends have you know basically said it's been such a struggle basically trying to manage everything you know you're living alone your parents live so far away you don't really have that strong support system and you know some of my friends have said to me they've questioned the importance of certain connections because some people haven't been to see them or no one's really reached out and everyone you know has kind of been a bit underground you know overplayed worst case scenarios in their heads whether it's what's going to happen with your job do you have enough savings and then it makes you think I do need to reflect and look at my current situation And you're almost forced to really think about things because you're like, shit, if something does happen and I do lose my job, as so many people have, or if I'm put on furlough and the 80% isn't enough to cover all of my bills, you know, I actually need to put something in place to make sure I am putting myself in a good position for the future. And it really made me hone in on looking at my finances I wouldn't say through a fine tooth comb because <laughs> I always I've ha- there's this tip that I found which basically said you should comb through your statements like every three months or for the past six months or so and just look at your discretionary spending and to be quite honest with you I <laughs> I haven't taken the plunge to look at the amount of rubbish I've bought and um I'm in a group chat 
with a few girlfriends and we played this 2020 bingo and on one of them it was to cross off um the sheet if you'd bought something that was just totally unnecessary and it's like I probably did that at least five times through lockdown we're still in lockdown I've still bought stuff that I probably did not need and still trying to work on it so I guess in hindsight I probably should be combing through my statements with a fine tooth comb to actually look at where my money's going but I haven't pulled the plug yet but you know overall it's just really been a time for us to reflect on the things that we need to look into in a lot more detail and you know just really looking into protecting your energy you know I think a lot of us particularly I'm not sure of the statistic but there's a large amount of people in the UK that don't have at least three months worth of expenses and you know if that is bringing about a lot of worry, a lot of stress and anxiety. It's like, well, how can I protect my energy and put myself in a space where I don't increase my stress levels, where I'm not so anxious, where I'm not so worried about certain things? Like, cool, okay, I need to get a grip on my finances and actually get my shit together, create an emergency fund, stop spending on takeaway dinners just because it's on lockdown make things from home like you know it's really forced me and a lot of people to actually look at my situation whereas I probably didn't have the time to before you know before it was just like okay cool like I've got this 30 minute 30 pounds to go to this daytime brunch it's fine or cool, yeah, we're all going to go out, all going to spend bags on Hakkasan or Shard Life, you know, and you're not really paying attention to where your money's going. And it's like, now you haven't got anywhere to go. So what are you really doing with your money? Like, how can you be better in yourself in, you know, a way that helps you on the other side? And it's not to say, how are you bettering yourself and making you feel like a shit person because you haven't done x y and z you haven't saved seven thousand pounds you haven't been to three new countries in lockdown you haven't read a hundred books for the year it's just more so I have this extra time now and this particular world situation is causing me a lot of stress how can I decrease that amount of stress based on my current circumstances and based on my current living standards and so it's really allowed me to hone in particularly on my finances because that was quite a weak point for me for several years which I'm sure I'll record a podcast on eventually but it was really something that I managed to hone in on especially like things like reading as well you know realizing that I'm someone that loves nature and loves going out for walks like just being able to understand myself like a whole lot better than I would have if it had not been for lockdown and so in a sense lockdown has been a blessing in that sense but I also get that it hasn't necessarily 
been a blessing for a lot of people and for that it's being able to realize that I've actually been blessed in this situation by allowing me to illuminate direction in areas of my life I probably should have given myself attention to a long time ago um you know for me I'm someone who always ends up putting people first and this year I made such a solid effort to create boundaries like I think I mentioned in my last podcast that I'd been on this sort of like self-discovery journey which for me just basically involved therapy once a week and with that it's just put me in such a good position to be in a relationship with myself have a look at what my relationship with money looks like setting myself boundaries with money knowing that like before I'd hear so many podcasts so many Instagram stories so many posts on social media saying you need to pay yourself first and it was like what like it the concept just didn't register with me even though I clearly understood on an intellectual level what paying yourself first meant save your money first and then you know do everything else after and it was like I just wasn't doing that whereas now I'm putting those habits and those boundaries in place like yeah I need to be paying myself first because listen lockdown 5.0 is not coming to swing for me like Mike Tyson so I need to get it together um also looking at how much time I'm actually spending on social media and what accounts am I following like a year ago I was probably following all the Instagram baddies up on Instagram all the cute little bougie boutiques um all the celebrities following what they're doing and just knowing what's going on in their life and don't get me wrong I still kind of check out a few people here and there but my attention and my focus isn't anywhere near as much focused on them as it used to be um you know I just realized I a pattern in my thought system and in my belief in myself in looking at those particular type of accounts and recognizing the connection with how it made me feel and how I actually saw myself and I just had to be like whoa like I need to back up here um with the amount of time I'm spending watching other people live their life with out knowing their financial background without knowing how they really and truly feel without really knowing anything about their kind of situation and what they're really going through and so I did a huge deep dive and inventory on the social media accounts that I was currently following so that I focused on the things that were really and truly enlightening me in what was important so I could focus on how I was directing my energy you know it's all about what kind of information are you taking in? What kinds of things are genuinely going to make your mind be in a place where you feel stable and calm and able to elevate yourself from the inside? Um, 
you know, are you reading enough material that's expanding your vocabulary, that's encouraging you to learn something new so that if, you know, you're shy and you're not so great at being able to interact with others, you've got something new to talk about, you know, it's all these sorts of things. And again, it's not to take away or try to downtrod those people who don't even have the energy or the will to want to do those things but it's more so about if you don't feel great about your life what are the things that you could be doing to provoke change and to place yourself in a position where you feel better about yourself and better about your life you know are you directing your energy to mindless activities that don't help you to grow and then still complaining that you're not where you want to be? You know, could you improve your relationship with yourself? What does that look like in terms of your mindset? What does that look like in terms of your self-trust? Do you have a self-care routine? You know, are you inspiring confidence in yourself and is that projecting into others or are you somebody that is, you know, quite negative about yourself and projecting insecurity in yourself and around others? You know, do you need to walk away from certain relationships? Are certain people's mindsets causing you to think in a certain way, which is negative? Or are you surrounded by people who are inspiring and encouraging you? Time and time again, we hear so many people say, you are the five or the seven people that you spend your time around and you have to evaluate those relationships constantly. I'm not saying every day but it needs to be something you know every month, every three months or when something comes up and you notice a regular pattern of behaviour with this particular individual. What are your relationships looking like? You know complete a full inventory on the things that you need to shine light on and uproot the weeds, plant new seeds and water whatever it is that you want to see continue to grow in your life. You know, encourage yourself to step into your own power to be the best person that you can be. And that's not about flashing or stunning on Instagram. That's just literally to put yourself in a place where you are in such a positive environment and you place yourself in a positive light you know there's always room for improvement and you need to basically shine light on yourself and be open to new paths that will encourage you to see yourself in completely new ways when you see yourself in a new way once you shed the old skin and you begin to renew yourself and you know be rejuvenated, you start to realise that this old pattern of behaviour you had before simply wasn't working. And it's just to show you that you can do it no matter how small. It doesn't need to be anything big. It can be as simple as making your bed every day. It can be as simple as brushing your teeth every day if you only did it once a day. It's as simple as 
doing a meal plan for three days when you're used to eating out five days a week. It's as simple as, you know, choosing not to buy a Starbucks coffee and cake for £10 from Starbucks. And that's not to say you can't afford the £10 from Starbucks. That's not to say you're going to be a millionaire by choosing to save that £10 that you can easily afford. But it's about creating habits and looking at how you see things. So rather than thinking, oh, well, you know what? Yeah, I can spend the £10 and £10 is nothing. It's more about, okay, I could spend this £10, but I know that I can make my own coffee at home for a fraction of the price. I know that I'm probably supposed to eat something a lot healthier than a cake or this panini. So cool. What is, let me think of saving that £10 and redirecting that into something else instead and maybe rather than spending you know that coffee and cake for 10 pounds every once a week I'll do it every other week and when you start to recognize your habits because at the end of the day sometimes some people with the attitude of cool I'm just going to spend 10 pound every so often or every week or every couple of days in Starbucks it's not necessarily about the £10, it's what the thinking behind wanting to spend that £10 represents. So, you know, if you're thinking, cool, I can spend £10 in Starbucks on, you know, tea and cake, you're probably choosing to spend £50 on pretty little thing outfits when you're only going to spend them, wear them once or twice. Or cool, I'm, you know, just going to decide that I'm, you know, going to be buying whole rounds for people when we go out post-COVID and it's safe to do so just because I can afford to. So it's not about the £10 or the £3 that you spend, it's about how you're actually, the thinking behind the spending. What is your thinking about? What are your spending habits really about so it's just encouraging you to think of small things that you can change with your life and how that can help to better you even though it's the smallest thing ever you know so you know let's see 2020 as the stepping stone into our healing I know everyone's got the memes going saying 2021 is the twin of 2020 and whilst I feel like I can 100% agree there's still something that we can take or try and take away from 2020 you know we're now at the beginning of a new chapter in which we unfold our own story it's a platform in which can help guide us to unlock the highest version of ourselves. We have to take advantage of the fortunate position that we find ourselves in and be able to witness the fact that we're now in 2021 because so many loved ones got left behind, so many influential lives got left behind, you know, and they're not here to share the same moments. You know, we have basically been given the torch to carry to continue doing the work which will enable the world to be a better place and the work starts with you. You have to embody and immerse yourself into this transformative being 
And so with that, I'm sharing some lessons and experiences that I gained throughout 2020. Hopefully some of them will resonate with you. And if not, at least it will encourage you to consider some of your own lessons that you've learned through the year. So number one is needing time out and to reflect and process your own thoughts. Sometimes you just need to take time. Um, you know, on an average, we process around, I think, something ridiculous, like five to 6,000 thoughts a day. Our minds are in a constant state of work, processing and understanding things. So sometimes we need to take a step back and reflect. Maybe that means a moment of stillness, writing in a journal, so our thoughts can be made sense to once we put pen to paper or confiding in someone that you trust, whether it's someone who you know or a professional. Um, at some point, we need to unscramble our thoughts. And the same way people say messy room means a messy mind, well, the same thing, think of how messy your mind is if you don't reset and process your thoughts regularly. Treat it as a mindset reset. Um, and what you inflect is what you reflect out into the world. Number two is the importance of making decisions that are in line with your happiness. It's so easy getting caught up in a routine, in habits, in what makes life easier for you. Um, but are you truly serving yourself if you're not doing these things and they're not aligned with what really makes you happy or puts you in a state of peace? So short term, yes, cool, I can spend the £10 every so often and be blowing money on, you know, DTL brunch or DLT brunch. But long term, when a financial situation hits, can you afford it? Um, so if you're putting a pause on those kinds of things, um, that you're in a habit of, you might experience short-term discomfort in making decisions. Um, but it could mean that if you don't stop the continuous cycle and pattern of things that you know are self-destructive, you're inconveniencing yourself. And you're actually pouring out the love you should be giving to yourself to be a better person. So learn how to say no, read up on setting boundaries, accept that serving yourself first gives you room to serve others later. And that moves me on to the next point, which I've kind of honed in on throughout this podcast, is the importance of having an emergency fund. You know, as a lockdown emerged and job uncertainty arose, the need for an emergency fund became well and truly necessary. If you have three months of expenses saved, well done, you know, continue to work towards six months. If you don't have anything saved, put down £50 a month. What's the, you know, bill that's of the most importance? Work towards that. And then as the, you know, importance and significance of that particular bill kind of moves down the ladder, start to save. Um, generally recessions occur around every 10 years but I'm not a financial advisor but the main thing is is to be prepared monitor your savings create a budget and ensure that your emergency savings are accessible I'll aim to put in uh, the budget um, spreadsheet which I use um, which you will probably find or hopefully you'll find pretty helpful and that can put you on track if you don't have access to one already or you can just google one um, 
number four is trusting your instincts and making sure you have a strong support system. We often come back to a familiar situation and revisit lessons that are supposed to teach us something until we actually get it. And if we continue to repeat the same pattern of behaviour, how do we become prepared for new lessons in life? Oprah Winfrey said something along the sign uh, along the lines of a lesson comes to you at first with a stone, then it comes to you as a brick, it then comes to you as a brick wall, and then if you don't pay attention to that, it comes to you and bulldozes down the whole wall to try and get you to notice. So, you know, if you continue to play the same game, you will repeat the same. And this goes for all aspects of our life, you know, love and relationships, the type of people that you're seeing, that comes down to the pattern of behaviour you have in choosing the people that you want to be with. The same with money, the same with work, the same with your friendships. Um, so trust in yourself, trust your instincts and don't lose sight of what truly matters to you. Learn, master and move on. By second guessing your decision making, it will hold you back and you will remain in a you know, repetitive and tiring cycle and in not coming out of that cycle you're not going to be able to better yourself um and lastly be clear about your intentions when we know where we stand it arms us with the right tools to determine how we respond to a given situation we become empowered within ourselves to make choices that better serve us and on the whole make us better as individuals when we don't know where we stand we're forced to basically second guess assume and make poor choices based on a lack of information and one of the strongest tools you can have access to for free is understanding what you want from a given under given scenario um, um, and setting your own intentions and communicating them with others lets you know who is for you and who isn't. You save yourself time, money and resources by setting clear intentions. So deep dive into what you're looking for out of life and work towards that. Be relentless in setting your intentions and ever more so in communicating this with others because it's so, so important now that as we're getting older, we're focusing on what's really important for us. So yes, that is all I have for my first episode of 2021. Let's toast to working towards the highest version of ourselves and embodying only the things that serve us. Um, if you like this podcast, I would be so helpful and so grateful if you would like and subscribe. It allows others who are looking for similar kind of content to try and find my podcast, which really helps me. And it also gives me an idea of whether my content is actually resonating with you and if it's something that you're generally interested in. Um, if you have any questions or there are any topics that you want me to touch on, you can email me at progressandbloom dot uh, at gmail.com but it's all in the show notes um and i look forward to seeing you on my next episode bye